Hello and welcome to Healthy Mind, Healthy Life with your host Avik. This podcast is all about exploring the latest research, sharing personal stories and providing personal tips for improving our mental health and well-being. Each episodes will be joined by experts in the field of mental health as well as individuals who have experienced the transformative power of a healthy mind firsthand. Together we will dive into a range of topics from managing stress and anxiety to building resilience and cultivating happiness. So, join us on this journey to discover new ways to take care of our minds, bodies and souls and let's work together to create a healthier, happier world one episode at a time. So, let's get started. Hello and welcome to another episode of Healthy Mind Healthy Life the podcast where we explore the transformative power of mental wellness and personal development so i am your host avik and today we have an incredible guest who's a living testament to the incredible journey from self doubt to the self mastery so our guest today is adrian knight so welcome to the show adrian thank you so much avik it's a pleasure to be here it really is that's really great so adrian like before we start uh, our conversation today i would love to mention this to all of our listeners that uh, adrian is not uh, your average entrepreneur so he is an accomplished acquisition entrepreneur adventurer and endurance athlete so he has an extraordinary story of uh, the resilience and the transformation that will inspire you to unlock your full potential and embrace a life of purpose and the health so his professional journey is nothing sort of remarkable like he buys and sells businesses for a living and uh, he used his acquisition skills to build a multi million dollar children's education group from the ground up in less than 3 years but his path to success wasn't without its challenges so he experienced a nervous breakdown at the age of 19 which was followed by a battle with uh, alcoholism and other addictions so fueled by a desire for change he rem- i mean he embarked on a decade long journey traveling over to 45 countries searching for the answers and running uh, from his inner demons so it was only when he chose to confront his authentic self and prioritize personal development and well-being that his life truly started to turn out but his story doesn't stop there his newfound commitment to self-improvement led him to discover the hidden talents and the passions so uh, if i'm not wrong uh, correct me like in in 2022 like you embarked on the in- incredible journey like running cycling uh, kicking right yes yeah, so i i i ran cycled and kayaked across scotland oh yeah yes correct correct so uh, and yeah so and in 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 2023 uh, he also participated in multi day endurance event in the arctic circle in june 23 he also ran across uh, like northern england and he's not stopping there so in <laughs> 2023 november uh, he's set to complete 
I mean, sorry, set to compete in the uh, Spartan World Championships in Sparta, Greece, and and in you can imagine like uh, the stature, right? So, and just a few months later, in 2024, Adrian will lead a 14-day jungle expedition across Panama. So now you can imagine who we are having today on the show. So today, uh, Adrian enters the running of his uh, children's education group to others while he dedicates his time to personal growth and the mindset. So he firmly believes that his commitment uh, to self-improvement is the secret, secret sauce behind uh behind his business success and his achievements as an endurance athlete and adventurer. So join us as we delve into his extraordinary journey, the lessons he learned and the mindset that drives his success. So if you have ever wondered like how to cultivate an unbreakable mind and lead a healthy life, this is an episode you won't want to miss. So without further ado, let's dive into this inspirational conversation with incredible Adrian Knight. So welcome to the show again. Thank you so much. What an introduction. It's, uh, yeah, I don't think I've ever been introduced that way before. And I'm, uh, yeah, slightly blushing. <laughs> uh, thank you so much. You're welcome. Yeah. So, uh, so like Adrian, like um, if you can share, I, I believe I have shared just a summary, but uh, if you can also help us help our listeners uh, share your personal experience with the morning routines uh, and how uh, they have impacted your life and the mindset. Absolutely. So this is something I am extremely passionate about talking, uh, largely because when people ask me and people come up saying, how, how have you, you know, how are you doing this on the business side? How are you uh, like doing some of these quite, quite a bizarre and fairly extreme event like the answer is the same it comes back to the morning routine and um fundamentally it's about putting yourself first so um it's about honoring yourself enough to say that actually i really do matter and i am important and so you spend your your sort of action in that by spending the first part of your day focused on you and the beautiful thing about getting up early is that rarely anyone else does so it's just such a magical time in the morning regardless of what time you get up um when you really are by yourself and it gives you an opportunity to focus on you and basically to do you before you then you know the rest of the world starts to wake up and you then start having to do everybody else you go into work mode you go into family mode you do everyone and you very quickly fall to the bottom of the list but when you put you at the top of the list and you create time in your day in your morning every single morning honestly that's when the magic happens because it really is magical I understood. Got it. So, uh, so what are some of the key elements that you believe are essential for a successful morning routine? Yeah. So the first, the first thing to to recognize about it is why are you doing this, and it's because you're creating space and bandwidth for yourself. 
you know, quite often our lives are so busy with everything else that it becomes impossible to actually create a bit of like space and bandwidth for us. But when you do, you then start to process stuff and you then start to see things quite, quite differently. So the first part of, you know, having a successful morning routine is understanding why you're doing it in the first place. It's about creating an environment. It's almost like you're putting the fences up. And even if it's just half an hour per day, that's like half an hour worth of fences that you have up for which you then can start like pruning your garden and can start clearing the field. So that's the first thing I I normally say to people. The second thing is what you don't want to do is wake up, say, 30 minutes early and then be straight off social media or to be answering your emails or to be doing all this other stuff. This is about you. So you want to be focused on activities that are are for you and for your well-being, your your mental, your emotional, your physical well-being. So depending on how much time you you have in your morning routine before you go into your like your daily routine, uh, if you have half an hour, well, half an hour, you can read 10 pages of a book and quite comfortably have a cup of tea, a coffee, a drink. Mm-hmm. And if you do that and you do that every day, you will start to feel differently in a very short period of time. If you have longer, if you have, say, an hour or 45 minutes, then you may also want to look at, well, I can meditate for 15 minutes and then do my reading or vice versa. Um, For me personally, I started up like I I get up at 4 a.m. now every single day, seven days a week, and I love it. Like I genuinely go to bed at night looking forward to waking up because it's the best part of my day. But I didn't start there. I started by getting up just 15 minutes earlier. So this was uh, 5.45, so quarter to six in the morning. And then I would spend that just having a cup of tea and not having to speak to anyone, not looking at my phone. And I started to notice myself feeling differently. I then, because I was enjoying that, started to push it back. Well, what if I got up half an hour earlier? I could also do some reading and then done that. And so it's a very uh, gradual thing that evolves. But when you get it, like there, there's a there's a point that happens quite quickly into this journey when like the penny drops and you start to realize like this is not a chore getting up this is a gift i'm giving myself that's that's something really lovely i would say so mm-hmm. uh also like uh many people struggle with their consistency right uh in their morning routines so what tips can you offer to them uh establish and maintain a daily routine So the first one is to choose a time that you're going to get up and whatever that time is, don't make it too far from the time you get up now. So if you get up at 7am now, setting the clock to get up at 4am, you're probably not going to sustain that. It's too big a jump. If you get up at 7am now, set your clock to 6.30, you know, set your target to 6.30 and stick to it. That's the first one. The second one is just a basic understanding that the first few days are going to feel a bit weird and you're going to feel a bit groggy as well is is natural. It's a human thing. Like we don't wake up in the morning and jump out of bed every single day. Like we may do it every now and then. I certainly don't do it. Like I, I wake up every morning and I'm groggy and I'm tired. But the reason why is is biological. It's because we've just spent six to nine hours lying down. 
So we have like much less oxygen going around our body, which means we've got less oxygen going around our our brain, you know. So when we wake up, we naturally feel a bit disoriented and groggy. So don't think that or certainly don't buy into any like self-talk of I'm not a morning person. No, you're just human like we all are. Um, so the first the first tip is not to get up too early, like just to, to do it in manageable chunks. Second one is that you're going to feel a little bit groggy at the beginning, at least. Then you start to come to a transition point when you wake up and you feel a bit groggy, but actually you snap out of it because you know that this is your time. The third thing is what I touched on earlier, which is to use this time for you, for your personal growth that's the key bit to hear waking up and uh falling back into you know stick on the tv or i'm just gonna scroll on instagram for half an hour it's not the way use it for you so they would be my top three tips more than anything else yes sir so mindfulness and meditation are often incorporated into the morning routines so how do these practices contribute to the mental resilience and the clarity they are massive for me. So personally, I have meditated. I've got a, an app on my phone uh, where I track all of this and I've meditated for at least 15 minutes. I think it, I haven't looked for a couple of weeks, but I think it would probably be around like 490 something days in a row. Like I haven't missed a single day because I value it that highly. It's the thing I, what I find about meditation is it's very hard to measure and some people are highly logical mm. so they need to be able to t- like see things or touch things but the way to measure meditation is to see how you feel when you've been doing it consistently and you don't do it <laughs> that's when you start to to notice the the difference so for me personally i i mean i came to that experience and insight quite a while ago hence you know meditating 490 odd days in a row ever since and I will not miss it um, because when I don't do it, I know I can just, I can tell you what my day is going to be like. I'm going to be like, it's kind of like I've got a patch over my eye. I can't quite see clearly. It takes me longer to process stuff mentally. Things just don't seem to fall into place. Like it feels of like a very like clunky, groggy feeling day. That's what my days feel like when I don't meditate. When I do meditate, like my life is so synchronistic things just seem to naturally fall into place and even when uh, there's challenges and I've got loads of them <laughs> for the nature of what I do with buying and selling businesses I've got so many problems and challenges it comes with the territory um but even then they kind of resolve themselves in the very like logical sequential order and I'm convinced that it comes from the morning routine, but at the heart of that, the meditation practices. Wow, lovely. So, um, uh, in the world uh, filled with the distractions, now, how do you stay focused and avoid the temptation uh, to skip or maybe rush through your morning routine? Um, <laughs> this, this sort of goes back to you you reach a point to it when you realize and it doesn't even take that long to get to this point it could be a few weeks it may be a month but in the grand scheme of things it's not that long when you do it consistently 
like every single day, seven days a week, mm. you then get to a place where you realize this is doing so much for me. And like, why would I want to skip it? Like it's that switching mentality and it happens very organically. You're not forcing yourself up or, um, you know, I get up at this time and I'm going to do this. You may need a little bit of that in the beginning because this is changing your pattern, but it very quickly switches when you, you start to associate, I'm getting far more pleasure out of this time than I am the pain of maybe getting up a couple of hours earlier than I normally would. Um, the pleasure is is so great, in fact, that you very quickly realize that, uh, you know, out of if I could only do one thing every day, it'd be this. Like, it would be the focus on myself. And some days I have that. Like, some days, if I'm feeling a bit run down or burnt out, it rarely, rarely happens. Um, but if that's the case, then everything else takes a sideline. It's myself. And inevitably, within a day, a couple of days, back into like, sort of strong, energetic, and, and ready to go again. Got it. You got it. So, like, for those uh, who are just beginning to explore the benefits of a morning routine, what simple steps can they take to get started? Mm. So, I would, whatever time you get up now, mm. set your clock 30 minutes earlier, and that's the time you're going to get up. And I wouldn't overthink that. Don't start like where people go wrong is they really do think, oh, I could, could to get up at five, four, three, whatever time. Like I've never really seen anyone made that successful. Just 30 minutes earlier. That's the starting point. And make a commitment to do this for 30 days. Like it, it sounds a long time. It is a long time when you haven't done this before, but you will be a different person at the end of those 30 days. I promise you that. So get up 30 minutes earlier but specifically use that time for you. Now, the starting point I always say for people is reading because you can get so much from reading the book. And with the with the reading side of things, it's not like you're just reading any book. Like some romantic novel is not the point of this. Nothing against those books, but this is a time to be reading material that is directly going to uh, benefit and impact you. So personal development type books biographies of people you admire uh, if you have a business you may want to read some business books or entrepreneurial books um, you may want to read books on relationships on spirituality like there's so many things you can look at that's what you want to uh, the type of book you want to be reading and so that I would always suggest is the starting point and to do it with um, like a very small like breakfast like a, and it could just be a coffee but have something like really like create the space for yourself have somewhere where you go in your home uh whether that's in the kitchen whether it's in the living room um i'm in a in a place at the moment where i lie down on one of our sofas you know i'm chilling out on the sofa it's 4 a.m i've got my book i've got a cup of tea i've got a like a chocolate protein bar and i'm loving it and and it just it makes it really enjoyable so that is kind of the, the thing here this shouldn't be a chore this is a gift that you're giving yourself Exactly true. So uh, here, like uh, many people also struggle like with finding the time to dedicate to their morning routine. So how can individuals cre create that uh, space in their busy lives for this essential practice? For the, for the morning routine side of things, 
it, it quite simply is getting up that little bit earlier. Like that's the key. I've had some people say to me, oh, I do my reading at lunchtime or I do my reading in the evening. But it, it, it's, it's so hard to, to maintain consistency with that because life, you know, life is happening. You've got family, you've got work, you've got all these things that, that look curveball just come out of the woodwork. But by getting up slightly earlier, you are almost guaranteeing yourself that you're not going to have those distractions. Mm. Occasionally you might. And I mean, very occasionally, but you're almost guaranteeing yourself. And so the question really comes down to, do you value yourself enough that you're prepared to get out of bed 30 minutes earlier in order to give yourself a greater gift? And it's amazing how many people say they say they can't or they won't do that. Because when you think about it, you get you getting out of bed slightly earlier to give yourself a, a gift. And people like unfortunately like have that self-image where they feel that actually no, I'm not worth that. It's too much effort. I'd rather stay in bed. But that's not gonna help. Sure. I understand. So um in your opinion, how does a strong morning routine influence our other aspects of the life, such as work, relationships, and uh, overall well-being? So the best way I can describe this of what it's like is that when we wake up at bed, uh, when we wake up in the morning, get up out of bed without that sort of morning routine and that focus on yourself, typically we're operating at like a level two, maybe a level three version of ourselves. Mm. So that's how we are. And quite often we will get out of bed and go straight into, you know, mum mode or dad mode or be checking emails, be on social media, be engaging, like literally within minutes of waking. And it doesn't stop until the end of the day when you're still on social media, WhatsApp and, you know, all the rest. But you just spent your whole day going through the day as at that level two or level three version of yourself. Now, when you take the time out and create time in your space to go in your morning, to do your morning routine, which is to to focus on you what you're essentially doing is when you've done your morning routine you're more like a level seven level eight version of yourself so then from that you're immediately going into your day you're going into mum or dad mode to work mode you know all of that stuff but you're a higher level version of yourself now what that means and i'm speaking from my personal experiences here i mean i have a four-year-old daughter our relationship has deepened to a level beyond my comprehension before doing this. And I, di- I didn't even expect that. Like we have a so, so much of a better and deeper relationship, like a real relationship because I'm showing up as a better version of myself. When I go into uh, like the work environment, I'm going into that environment and I'm seeing things from a much higher version of myself. So I've got more clarity and I've got more confidence so that if I have any decisions to make, I make those decisions, but then I have the confidence to follow through and to, to implement them and to do it in the right way. Um, this was one of the biggest shocks I had when I started doing this was literally within a few weeks um, because I buy and sell businesses, you know, at the time I had multiple, multiple businesses and I very quickly sort of realized like, wait a minute, like, no, that needs to go. This needs to go because I was coming from a higher clarity and problems that I had all of a sudden started to solve themselves or disappear 
because I was solving them on a higher level than when I created them. So these are just a few of the, the ways it impacts your days. But when you start doing this and you get a taste for this, it's just remarkable. And um, I work with people on this and help them to, to get this working. And some of the people I've worked with, like the changes they've seen in their lives has just been like phenomenal, like really like life-changing stuff. Got it. So um, uh, what advice do you have for the listeners who want to take immediate uh, or maybe want to make immediate positive changes to their mornings, but uh, feel overwhelmed by where to start? Um, do a little bit of preparation. So find a book that you would really like to read that catches your attention, something that you mm. feel would like, oh, I, I think I'd, I'd really like to read that to the point where it just eases the idea of getting out of that bed, getting out of bed like 30 minutes earlier. Um, if you have a cup of tea or coffee, whatever that is in the morning and you enjoy that, then set out your your cup and all the, you know, the tea or the coffee beans, yeah. etc. get it all ready, like make it into a bit more of a ritual. Then when your alarm goes off, because you would need an alarm at first, but quite quickly you move past that. Um, just be sure to get out of bed straight away, like count to five and get out. Don't like the longer you, you stay there, the harder it will be. And the more you're at risk of talking yourself to staying into bed, but have your clothes ready. So uh, if it's a, a, like a dressing gown or whatever it is, a jumper, like whatever, have that ready by your bedside. Personally, I go to the gym as part of my morning routine as well. So I've got all my gym stuff laid out and quite often I'm, I wake up and I'm fumbling about in the dark and I can't quite see because I don't want to wake my wife up. Um, but I get it going and I go downstairs and then it's like into it. So the biggest barrier that I've really seen to this is that people just talk themselves out of it by uh, overthinking it. Like don't just do it. And um, it will feel weird for the, for the first couple of days, but after that you'll be absolutely fine. Oh, understood. Great. So before we wrap up, like, um, could you offer a final piece of wisdom or maybe the inspiration for our audience uh, about the journey of mastering their minds through the morning routines? So where I, I tell you where I was at when I started these to give people a sense on the power that this can do for them. So what led me to this path was I was waking up pretty much every night at sort of 2 3 in the morning suffering from severe anxiety and panic attacks and I mean they were severe to the point that I was laying in bed for a, you know I was laying in bed for really like a good hour and a half two hours in a state of utter dread absolutely convinced that everything was caving in and it was horrific it was so so horrible um, that led me to uh, taking down this path, uh, sort of going down this path. And I very quickly, within the period of a few months, went from that to making some fairly significant changes in my life that needed to be changed. But the strength of that came from the morning routine. And within six months, I had made even more changes that were almost like um, cutting the weights off. And so the balloon flew I like my income substantially increased problems fell by the wayside it was just phenomenal and I truly hand on heart trace it back to 
this morning practice. It, it was just so transformational. So wherever you are in your life, just give it a go. Try the 30 days and just you, you will be a different person at the end of those 30 days. Correct. You got it. So um, great. So as we conclude this episode, uh, I encourage you all to take the wisdom and uh, inspiration you have gained today and apply it to your own life. So always remember that the personal growth and the mental resilience are attainable for everyone, no matter where you are on your own journey. So if you have enjoyed this episode and found it helpful, uh, please consider subscribing our podcast and leaving a review. So your feedback is incredibly important to us and it helps us continue to bring you more meaningful content like today's conversation with our guest, Adrian. So before we go, uh, I'd like to express my deepest gratitude to Adrian for sharing his time, experiences and expertise with us. So his journey definitely serves as a reminder that it's never too late to embark on a path uh, of the self-discovery and the transformation. So stay tuned for more episodes of Healthy Mind and Healthy Life, where we explore the profound connection between the personal well-being and a fulfilling life. So, and remember, your mental health is the cornerstone of your journey towards a healthier and happier life. So, thank you for joining us today. And until next time, take care of your mind and you will be well on your way to a healthier life. So, thank you so much. Hello and welcome to Healthy Mind, Healthy Life with your host Avik. This podcast is all about exploring the latest research, sharing personal stories and providing personal tips for improving our mental health and well-being. Each episode will be joined by experts in the field of mental health as well as individuals who have experienced the transformative power of a healthy mind firsthand. 
Together we will dive into a range of topics from managing stress and anxiety to building resilience and cultivating happiness. So, join us on this journey to discover new ways to take care of our minds, bodies and souls and let's work together to create a healthier, happier world one episode at a time. So, let's get started.